unleash the power of knowledge and connect with the heartbeat of the African diaspora. Download our African Diaspora News Channel app now on Google Play and Apple App Store. Stay informed with authentic and diverse perspectives, breaking news and cultural insights. Immerse yourself in a community that celebrates unity, resilience and progress. Experience the vibrancy of the diaspora at your fingertips. Don't miss out. Empower your perspective today. Search African Diaspora News Channel and join the conversation. Hi, everyone. Rosemary Hatton back again to help you take full control of your life by what you choose to put at the end of your fork. So let's get into it. We've all heard about water and how important it is to drink water daily. And especially when we realize that more than 75% of all Americans are chronically dehydrated. That means that they're not getting in at least the minimum recommended amount of six to eight, eight ounce glasses of water a day. Now here's the thing, of that number, 40% of all African Americans who make up that 75% of people that are dehydrated, 40% of African-Americans are more likely to be dehydrated than their white counterparts. Now, why is this? Well, there's several things. If we clear out the socioeconomic issues surrounding it, and we're talking about people who can afford to drink water, but are just choosing not to, it's very interesting that there's a habit. There seems to be a habit base on which people are used to not drinking water. Maybe it was something that wasn't emphasized when they were growing up and it was all about juice or milk or soda or some other type of beverage. The fact remains that not enough water is being consumed, especially by African-Americans. We have to put down the alcohol, the coffee, the sodas, the energy drinks. None of these are helping to hydrate your body. One of the main concerns that I get as a holistic health coach is that people say, I hate drinking water, Rosemary, because that means I'm running to the bathroom every minute. So there is actually a trick on how to drink water so that you can improve how much water you're getting into your body. So here's the thing. There's a little trick. Now, the thing to consider is this. Let me go backwards in order to go forwards. When you drink water, it's just plain water. It's not replenishing the electrolyte. The electrolytes keep your body in balance so you don't feel lightheaded, so that the electrical impulses that are going through your body throughout the day in order to help you move, eat, talk, breathe, move, and all of those things that we take for granted, those electrolytes are not being replenished just from plain water. So that means that the water on a cellular level is not getting into your cells. When the water is not getting into your cells, you could be drinking a lot of water, but peeing it right out. And the clue is, if the color of your urine is clear, you're drinking way too much water and it's not staying in the cells. Then again, if the color of your urine is very dark yellow or verging on orange, you need to drink water like urgently. So that's barring any of the effects from people who are on medications that can change the color of their urine. So if you're not on any medications and the color of your urine is what you're using to, to track how much water you're getting in, it is a good rule of thumb to look for something that's straw colored. So that's like a light yellow, not clear, not dark yellow, but straw colored. Once you hit that color, 
then that means that the cells are actually getting the water inside them. When water is not able to penetrate the cell barrier or the cell walls, what that means is that the body then is, is forced to try and force water into the body. And what that does is it raises blood pressure. There's a whole science behind it. And as somebody who's had to do who's had to do organic chemistry to learn how the body metabolizes the chemical notes from nutrients. It's very interesting to see how this works. Maybe I'll give you a tutorial on that at another time. So let me know if you want to get a tutorial on how it works. But just in layman's terms, if you're not getting enough water into the cell, the cell's got to force it, force the water in, and that raises your blood temp, your your blood, that raises your blood pressure. Hopefully, your temperature doesn't doesn't change. If your blood pressure is being raised because you're not getting enough water in it, then it's affecting how blood is being circulated throughout your body. It's affecting your heart. It's affecting your lungs because you're not getting enough oxygenated oxygenated cells flowing through the body because the cells are not as robust as they could be if they were hydrated. Another issue at hand is if you're not getting enough water into your body and into your cells, it affects your kidneys. And the kidneys are number one for balancing the fluids in our bodies when it comes to filtering out the toxins and filtering out all of the other sugars and fats from liquids that we're ingesting. The kidneys do that job and their job gets a lot harder when they have to filtrate through a lot of juices, sodas, coffees. Are you getting the pictures? Energy drinks. All of these are causing your kidneys to work overtime. And if there's not pure water flowing through, then the kidneys don't get a chance to be able to flush toxins out of the body with ease. And that builds up toxins in the in the blood which builds up inflammation and can then lead to high blood pressure, type 2 diabetes, high cholesterol and weight gain. It's a very interesting thing to see how water or the lack of water in our daily lives can negatively affect our health and our health outcomes. Did you know that if you drink enough water, you can, you can help to control your high blood pressure? Yes, because one of the first things that a doctor will do if somebody is, if you are diagnosed with high blood pressure, one of the first things they'll do is put you on a diuretic and they'll put you on a calcium blocking medication. So they want you to get enough fluid going into your body, but it's also shunting it out through the diuretic. It's a whole thing because it's taking over the job that your body is supposed to have to filter water throughout the body and to replenish the cells and make your body in balance called homeostasis so that it can flow and be ready to work for you without inflammation. So now that you have that tiny little bit of a tutorial, how do you keep the water in your body? How do you prevent water from being leached from your body and making your kidneys work over time? One of the easiest ways to do it is to remember that if you don't have electrolytes added to your water, the water is just going to go in and come out. The other thing to remember is that in order to add electrolytes to your water, there's a simple way of doing it. And one of the favorite and simplest ways of doing it is by adding Celtic sea salt. Yes, adding salt to your water. Now, there's a way of doing it. It cannot be table salt. It has to be sea salt. 
the best version is Celtic. And for those of you who don't like the word Celtic, then Celtic <laughs> for all of you sports fans. But Celtic sea salt, if you add the right amount to your water, it can enable the electrolytes to be replenished. And it can also enable the water to penetrate the cells of your body on a cellular level without it being forced in. There is maintained a balance. And that's one of the best ways of drinking your water. Another tip is sip it throughout the day. Try not to guzzle it down because as soon as it goes in, it comes out. Water. I know you didn't really like hearing about alcohol, soda, coffee, juice as being things that dehydrate. So I'm not going to steal your joy. <laughs> so here's a rule of thumb to practice to make sure that you're still being hydrated, even if you're enjoying your cup of coffee or your black tea or your sodas. Well, sodas is a whole other story, but let's just talk about some of the things that can dehydrate like alcohol. So here's the rule of thumb. Let's take coffee. If you're gonna drink coffee, remember that one cup of coffee can dehydrate you for hours. And the way to counteract that is if you drink some, if you drink at least two eight ounce glasses of Soleil water between those cups of coffee. So instead of waking up and the first thing that you reach for is a cup of coffee, reach for a room temperature glass of Soleil water drink that first and then go and have your coffee. That way you're giving your body a chance after waking up and fasting and not having water all night, you're giving your body a chance to be rehydrated before you start dehydrating it again with coffee and all of the specialty coffees and sodas and everything else out there. So that's a rule of thumb because we're not trying to steal anybody's joy. Now, if you realize though from something like having alcohol and you have a hangover or you just have a headache and you're feeling fuzzy the next day, then you need water. You need to be rehydrated, but you also need to have electrolytes in that water. And that's where Soleil water comes in again. Now, check it out. If you can do this to replenish electrolytes and to replenish your water intake, why not do it? It's a two for one. Have you ever seen like a, a rainstorm? I've heard somebody talk about the analogy of a rainstorm and water intake. When the rain is storming down, nobody wants to be outside and everybody's running from it. And then what does it do to the ground? It has runoff and all of your soil is, is completely destroyed and is washed away. Now that's a similar effect to guzzling down a lot of water. If you just drink a lot of water in one time, what ends up happening is that it literally goes in and it comes out. A way of slowing this down is to add Celtic sea salt to your water so that you have your electrolytes in balance and you have a way that the cells can pick up water and hydrate the rest of your body. There's a beautiful thing called Soleil water. I'm going to link a, I'm going to link a, in the description a recipe for Soleil water, but it's very simple. You get your Celtic sea salt. You get about a shot glass full of Celtic sea salt. You need to get like a two liter or a two quart container. It cannot have any metal. So no metal, no metal lids, no stainless steel, no aluminum, nothing. It cannot have 
any metal in that container because then the salt will react with the metal and then you'll have rust in your water and we don't want that. So in the two liter or two quart container, you're gonna add about a shot glass full of a Celtic sea salt. And to that, you're going to then fill the rest of that container with filtered water. Fill it all the way almost to the top. You're gonna close it with a plastic top. So you can switch it out with like a mayonnaise jar top. Instead, if you're using a mason jar, switch out the metal lid for a plastic lid. Then you're gonna shake it gently and leave the water and salt solution on your kitchen counter overnight. In the morning, when you wake up, check and see. If there's any salt at the bottom of the mason jar, then it's ready to be used. If there's no salt at the bottom, you need to add some more and leave it again overnight. And the reason is we wanna make sure that the water has completely been able to absorb the salt in it. Once the water has absorbed all the salt that it can, then it will leave the solid salt at the bottom of the container, right? Remember this from chemistry? So the water becomes oversaturated with salt and that's perfect. It cannot take any more in and that means it's ready to use. Now, how do you use it? You keep this container of water and from it, you will add four teaspoons to another container of water. And that container, two quarts or two liters, approximately, is what you're going to sip on throughout the day. When you finish that container of water that you added the four teaspoons to, then you will notice that your body holds onto the water more, you have less pee urgency, and drinking water becomes so much simpler. Now, you may ask, Rosemary, can I drink this if I have high blood pressure? Well, here's the good news. The good news is Take it very slowly, add just a few, add just like two teaspoons of water, the sole water, which is what the salt water blend that you've left overnight is called. You're gonna take two teaspoons of it and add that to your two liter bottle of water. You can work your way up from there and keep testing your blood pressure to make sure that there's no spikes. The beauty of Celtic sea salt is that it replicates, it imitates the salt content and balance that's in our bodies. And that's one of the reasons why sea salt is saltier than table salt. It's less processed. It's got more of the minerals in it that our body actually needs. Remember the word electrolytes? That's what the body needs. And that's what it holds onto when you give it the water that it needs with the mixture of salt that it needs. And that is how Soleil water can improve your water intake without disrupting your day by running to the bathroom every minute. So that's it for water today. If you have any questions about how to make Soleil water, we'll link the, we'll link the recipe in the description below. And if you have any questions for me, then please check out my YouTube channel. It's called Have Some, H-A-V for Victor, S-O-M for Mother. And there I'll answer more of your questions about how to get your best health back. Let's start with water. It's easy. Let's do it. So to your good health, I'm Rosemary House. And don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, and share. And we'll see you next time. Bye.